Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. It's Black and Abdallah following Bears Weekly here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We'll continue the Bears conversation. If you want to join the show, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Before we get to the Chicago Bears, Adam, let's start with the NFL overall. Did you see earlier today the breaking news that the Washington Commanders hire former Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn as their new head coach? So Dan Quinn gets a gig. Bill Belichick does not get a gig. Isn't it amazing? Like we, We've talked about it. We've discussed it here on the show the last couple of weeks, this entire coaching cycle. Every single team has come and gone hiring a new head coach, and many of them have gone with the defensive side of the ball, and nobody hires the greatest quarter, uh, the greatest coach of all time in Bill Belichick. That, that, to me, is extremely surprising. So I have two observations from this. One, yes, that's crazy, that, like, the greatest coach of all time, and I do wholeheartedly believe it's not because of him, Right. I think it's because of his gang of misfit toys that he wanted to bring along. I think, you know, uh, all of the assistants that he wanted to bring along, Josh McDaniels, nobody wants those guys around their team anymore. I think Bill Belichick might have wanted more control than he was willing to give up. That might be a thing. Like, until we get a piece from an insider that says, why didn't Bill Belichick get a job? That's what I'm going to believe. The other thing, and you said it, A lot of teams going with defensive-minded head coaches. Because remember what the one thing that happened with the Bears when they hired Matt Eberflus. They were the only team. Now, one team did promote from within a defensive-minded head coach. The Saints did. But during that coaching cycle, Matt Eberflus was the only one that was a defensive-minded head coach that was hired to be a head coach. Now you've got guys like Ben Johnson that are staying uh, in uh, Detroit. Bobby Slowick is staying with the Texans. All these guys were high-profile guys that were supposed to be the new hot thing, that were going to get jobs. A couple of them decided to stay with their own teams. But you've seen more teams kind of go the opposite way now. And I'm not saying these guys aren't good coaches, the defensive-minded head coaches. But, you know, the Ravens defensive coordinator that was hired is only 36 years old. Dan Quinn going uh, and being hired by the commanders is a defensive-minded head coach. You know, so a lot of these teams now, I'm not saying what the Bears did it right or Matt Eberflus is going to be here after next year. All that remains to be seen. But a lot of these coaches now are defensive-minded head coaches. You had two notable names that were offensive-minded guys who stayed where they were. Uh, Bobby Slowick and then also Ben Johnson, right? So they stay where they're at. I would imagine if they wanted to leave, they could have gotten one of these jobs that was available here on the market for the coaching cycle. I, I also look at this idea that I understand what you're saying. The pieces that Belichick would bring with him perhaps turned people off. The pieces, for the most part, are not good when they've been away from Belichick. Now, I know the last couple of seasons, it just hasn't been good for the Patriots, no matter who he's brought back, whoever's been in the mix. But essentially, Bill Belichick, the reason those pieces all got opportunities was because of the success they had with Belichick. Uh, Whether it be McDaniel, uh, Patricia, whoever, Joe Judge, 
they've all had success away from, or they had success with, with Bill. Yeah. So then they had the opportunity to go away from him. I understand, like, it's not sexy to say that you're bringing in Matt Patricia to be a coordinator or Josh McDaniels at some point as a coordinator. But when you look at it, and I see that Dan Quinn gets this job, with he, when he was with the Falcons from 2015 to 2020, you know, he takes the Falcons to the Super Bowl, uh, but they, they also, like, they didn't win at the highest level. Like, they got to one Super Bowl. That was really it. Mm-hmm. Like, Dan Quinn, he, he's had a really good defense with the Cowboys, but you're telling me he's a better candidate than a 29-year coaching guy like Bill Belichick with six Super Bowl rings? Like, come on. Like, what are we doing? Like, no, it's man. totally – it's people don't want Belichick to, like, consume their franchise. That That's what it is. They don't want that him to come in and have to dictate everything, right? Like, they want some level of control over whoever they hire, and that's why he wasn't desired. Like, it is baffling to me that someone could go out and hire a first-time head coach, go hire a guy like Dan Quinn – and not even have, like, Belichick be the, like, final candidate that misses out. I mean, come on. What, what are we doing? Six-time no, Super Bowl champ. Bill Belichick is I a understand. legit coach. I he understand. is very, very good. I and understand. it wasn't all Brady. The first part of that run was Belichick. He's the reason Brady was able to develop and win early. I know. Late, Brady became the greatest quarterback of all time. And that offense and Brady and his moxie was able to get it done late. Doesn't matter. And maybe it wasn't Bill in the end. Doesn't matter. Well, come on. Doesn't Bill matter. Belichick Doesn't is matter. The, the best coach in league history. I'm what not are we s- doing? Not saying he's not. But it's not a what did you do 20 years ago league. It's a what have you done for me lately. And look at Bill Belichick's track record since Brady left. Now look. If they had gotten to an AFC championship game without him, if they have, you know, if they had runs of winning the division without him, but you're bringing in Mac Jones, like you haven't had an offensive skill position that's been successful in years. Like you look at Bill Belichick and, and with the coordinators too that he's bringing along, I don't care that they were successful with Bill Belichick. It's a, what have you done for me lately? What has Josh McDaniels done for me lately? You know what I mean? Like Bill Belichick might not have it anymore. He just might not. The game might have passed him by. He might be the best coach ever. But that's five, ten years ago. You know what I mean? Like, that's not now. That's not in the year 2024. You know, we're not bringing in uh, Mac Jones anymore. Okay? We're not going to do that. You want fresh minds. You want fresh ideas. I know Dan Quinn's not necessarily a fresh mind, a fresh idea. The defensive coordinator from the uh, the Ravens, and they've lost a bunch of guys on the defensive side of the ball now. All those coaches are now leaving and, and taking uh, you know other jobs and taking promotions and all that kind of stuff. That's what people are going for. A team that was just in the AFC Championship game. A team that if, you know, these guys, some of them crap on analytics, some of them look deep into analytics, were before this game against the Chiefs that they lost, were one of the best statistically teams of all time. That's what they want. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for a guy that as soon as the the best quarterback we've ever seen has left, couldn't do anything. That's what they don't want. So, yeah, Belichick might be the best coach of all time. Two things can be true. Bill Belichick, best coach of all time, right? But also, what's he done the last few years? See, and and this is why, as I think about this, have you ever seen the movie with uh, Robert De Niro? 
the intern. Yes. You ever see that movie yeah. with um who who's the uh lead uh, female? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway okay. and one of the dudes from Workaholics. Right. The story is Anders, I uh, he's like a seventy year old guy, uh doesn't want to be retired anymore, and decides to take an internship at this like fashion company. I imagine Belichick going in on these interviews. Because like think about those who are uh, going through this hiring process around the league. They're all guys probably, I'm guessing, who are all under fifty. Oh, yeah. Right? Like these new GMs, these new analytical people in the league, they're all in probably their late 40s, early 50s. Except for Dan Quinn, but yes. Younger, yes. younger, well, not the, the people interviewing. The, oh, yeah. Those the people who are doing the interviews. Yes, those yes. who are conducting the interviews. Yes. They're probably all younger football guys, right? Saying things that you just said. It's a different league. You got schematics. You got analytics. You got to have the, all the offense and all this stuff, right? And Belichick probably. Walks in with a briefcase, sets it on the <laughs> sets it on the desk, opens it up, and it's got six rings in it, right? And he's like, "Let's talk defense. Let's What's talk that rattling in yeah, there. Let's talk football, right? Like because there's no one with a brighter football mind than Bill Belichick. Yeah, and I just keep picturing him like saying things that make sense according to like football, and then them like looking for new aged offense and all the the, the gimmicks. That go with what the NFL is today, and like it just it just reminds me of De Niro in the Intern, where like he clearly doesn't fit in today's 2024 office culture because he's an old school guy. And I just typed, uh, I just looked up the the movie. The movie poster says, "Experience never gets old." It's got a picture of uh, Bob De Niro with a briefcase standing next to Anne Hathaway. That, that's how they marketed the movie. Very nice movie, by the way. Yeah, it's underrated. It's a fine movie. If you've not seen it, it's a very nice movie. I I like it. It's a fine movie, but this isn't, uh, you're not selling things here. He reminds me of the intern. You're trying to win football games. No, I know you're trying to win football games, but okay, here's the one thing that I totally agree with. He should not be, he shouldn't be making personnel decisions. Okay. Because that's what really ran uh, the end of the Patriots run into the ground. But you're telling me, that if he was your lead mind on offense and defense, that Bill Belichick still can't coach? Come on now. No, but look at the difference here, okay? You've got Jim Harbaugh, who just got a job, right, going to the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh's been winning everywhere he goes, right? He won at Stanford. He won with the 49ers. He goes to Michigan. It took some time, but he ended up winning, developing quarterbacks. It's what he did at San Francisco. It's what he did in Michigan. Like, he has been winning consistently, Bill Belichick, if he'd been winning consistently, he'd still be the coach of the Patriots. If Mac Jones turned out to be a good quarterback and they had some some offensive weapons, they had a great defense, sure. Of course, they had a very good defense this year. But they weren't winning games. The best coach of all time hasn't been able to win games the last few years since Brady left. And because of that, there's no recent success. That, to me, is a big difference. You've got an older guy in Jim Harbaugh who's won everywhere he's gone, right? Bill Belichick won forever with one franchise. And if he was still winning, he'd still be there. They wouldn't have even made the change. This wouldn't even be an issue. It's an issue because he stopped winning. That's the problem. The Washington Commanders earlier today, they hire former Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn as their new head coach. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Bill Barnwell today had a really good piece breaking down all of the options that Ryan Poles has uh, heading into the NFL draft, essentially laying out all of the different options on the table. 
whether or not he should take that number one pick, use it on a quarterback, trade Justin Fields, keep Justin Fields, build around, uh, trade back from the number one pick. Barnwell had a lot of great information earlier today on ESPN.com. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's still a ton of ways this could go. I think the overall theme is like trade Justin Fields. You're probably going to get a second rounder from those teams most likely. You know, there was an option. Can you get a player? Also, there were options of can you trade the pick? Then the last option to me was the weirdest one. I know he went through every single scenario. It's it's Bill Barnwell. It's an opus. It's more than I wrote in all of my college years combined. He wrote today about the Chicago Bears, right? And God bless him. I know, right? It's great. He's awesome. I'm sure he can write a million words a minute. I could never do that. That's why I'm talking and not writing. Um, and the last option to me is not is taking a non-quarterback at one. Like, why'd you even write all those paragraphs, Bill? Like, that's not gonna. Like, that's not gonna happen. You know, they're either taking Caleb Williams or they're gonna trade the pick and get a haul and keep Justin. Um, but to me, like, if you if you're gonna trade the pick, you're gonna get a bunch of picks back. Ideally, maybe a player. Uh, But I think that every local reporter here in Chicago, a lot of now national media and a lot of draft analysts are now saying the same thing. And Bill went through it in great detail. You're going to take Caleb Williams. Like you're going to take Caleb Williams. And now it's just looking at who's going to give you the best option. And there's a lot of teams out there who's going to give you the best offer for Justin Fields moving forward. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. More Bears conversation coming up and the song of the night. That's next. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Black Abdallah here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Hanging out with you on ESPN 1000, talking football. Here on a Thursday night, tomorrow night, we'll have all calls. Welcome Friday night calls with Black and Abdallah as we thank Kevin Zipak and we thank Jack McGrath for producing tonight's show. We'll return tomorrow night, 6.30. All calls welcome, Abdallah. And also, uh, tomorrow is probably... Our most favorite day of the entire year. I can't wait. Uh, Tomorrow we will start our show with something special at 6.30. Not only will it be all calls welcome Friday night calls, but it is absolutely one of our favorite, absolute favorite days of the year tomorrow. It should be a national holiday. Cannot wait. If it was a national holiday, I'd still come into work so we can talk about it. wait. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, So we'll get to that tomorrow here on Black and Abdallah. Uh, quickly, before we get to the song of the night, did you notice that I cut my finger? Did you notice this? Uh, I've been wearing a Band-Aid the no, last two days. Did not notice uh, that. I cut my finger making dinner. Okay. Knife? Uh, no, not uh, not on the knife. Pizza cutter? No, not on the pizza cutter. Uh, sharp bread? No, not on the sharp bread. Was it on the bo- a box of like noodles? Was like not a on a box. Pa- thick was thick not on, on on hard plastic. No. Maybe a pointy carrot. It was um, the mustard bottle. The mustard bottle. I cut my finger on the mustard bottle. Plastic. You know how the the little uh, the thing that that opens at the top. Yeah. You screw it open and close. Yeah. It pinched in between my finger when I closed it, and immediately cut my finger. Oh. The mustard bottle. Did mustard get in there? No. Oh. 
But the mustard bottle. Have you ever cut your finger with a mustard bottle? If I have, I wouldn't admit it. Well, I just did. Time for the song of the night. I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdullah's song of the night. Yo, Liz. Tonight's song. We go to Green Day, When I Come Around, from 1994. Each night here on Black and Abdullah, we feature the song of the night. Tonight, it's Green Day from the album Dookie, 1994. Well, I heard you crying loud. Let's feel old. Right, Why are we listening to When I Come Around by Green Day? Uh, this album was dropped February 1st, 1994, 30 years ago oh, today. God. Dookie was released. Yeah, yeah, we're old. Well, yeah, and, and here's part of my um, rationale to why I'm not really a Green Day fan anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this song, when I come around, off of this album, this song is the very first my favorite song I ever had. Okay. You think back in your, your life. Yeah. I remember being in the third grade thinking this was the coolest song I've ever heard. This very song. Yeah. And because of that, and because of the age I was when I discovered this, I no longer really like Green Day because I was in the third grade when I liked them. I still love this album. I See, love this. isn't that weird? Like, you still love it. I am, like, turned off by it because of how young I was when I enjoyed it. I don't love the band as much anymore. Their new album's garbage. I don't like it. Their last few albums have not been great. I don't like it. But front to back, this is one of my favorite albums of all time. Basky Case is one of my favorite songs of all time. She is my favorite song off the entire album. This, like... This is one of these, if I'm driving to like Indianapolis and I've got like a long trip, like three hours or whatever, this is definitely an album that I'll throw on to listen to the whole thing. When I come around from Green Day, it's your song of the night. 30 years ago today. I had to buy it twice because my parents threw it out the first time. Wow. Don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdullah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Okay, warning you now. Tomorrow night, 6.30. Big show. Be there. Special show. Black and Abdullah, Friday night. You gotta be there, 6.30. Something special happens tomorrow. We will cover it on the show at 6.30. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago.